You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Mark Teresi here, uh, Executive Director at Holy Name Cathedral, sitting in for our host, Father Greg Sackowitz, who is recovering from his hip surgery. Um, if anybody, you know, people have asked, if anybody w- wanted to send him a Get Well card, I'll give you the address. He's at Holy Name Cathedral, 730 North Wabash, Chicago, Illinois, 606 one one. Uh, Father's doing well. He sends his greetings to everybody. We do have a great show today. Before we start, I wanted to um, add a few things. One is hopefully everybody is still um, safe, COVID safe. Uh, our daughter who works at Misericordia uh, had her first vaccine. That's a hopeful sign for folks. Uh, so please stay safe. Um, and Monday is Martin Luther King holiday. We're going to, our show today will really focus in on his spirit uh, here and what we need to be looking at in terms of nonviolence in our lives. But I want to share one little story, one shout out before we begin. And it's a shout out to our granddaughters, Nora and Maddie, Teresi. They are four years old today. They are twins. And I mentioned this before, but Nora at Christmas time, when she did her little project making the manger, put Jesus in and then had another baby in the manger. And her mom said, Nora, who's in the manger with Jesus? Well, that's his twin, Mac and Cheesy, and then Jesus. And I thought that got me through the Christmas holidays with a great spirit. So here we go. We're going to jump in. Nonviolent Works is having a 40-hour training session dedicated to developing techniques for living a nonviolent life. The virtual sessions are free of charge. They'll begin this Saturday, January 16th, 10 a.m. We'll give you more information as the show progresses, and they'll continue for 10 weeks. And joining us this morning, we're happy to welcome back Phil Bradley, who's the president, Nonviolence Works, Dr. Alfredi Weedham, who's the vice president of Nonviolent Works, and Larry Campbell, treasurer, Nonviolent Works. Welcome, welcome to Catholic Chicago once again. And morning. Are you there? Are we there? Yes, well, I'm, yeah, here. I'm here. Oh, good, good, good. You scared me there for a minute. Welcome. Welcome, and uh, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, before we begin to talk about the program, I just wanted to ask each of you um, your reflections on what we've been experiencing this last week in terms of uh, our country. How, 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 does, how have you reacted, and how does what you're doing in terms of this nonviolence works fit into a response to what we're seeing? Phil, you want to start? Well, yeah, uh, and that's a very good question. Uh, one of the things that we can, uh, the three of us have been working on this for several years, so we've been ahead of the turn on 
what is civility? How do the citizens become more scientific at the local level mm-hmm. so you can solve problems without violence? So that's what the whole King's Dream is about. How do you solve a problem without violence? Well, we've been teaching that, and now it's even more uh, relevant now than any time. So in looking at what happened at the Capitol, what you're seeing are, are citizens who don't know how to solve a problem without violence. Uh, and it doesn't matter what color they are. Uh, wherever that shows up, uh, you have to infuse the highest level of citizenry. How do you get your rights without damaging property, harming anyone? Uh, that's just the responsibility of the citizen. And so we really have lost our level of civility and citizenship, response, and responsibility. Civility. That's the key word. That's the key word. Dr. Free, what about you? your reaction and how the work you're doing um, can help be a solution to some of what we're seeing. Dr. Alfredi, are you there? Yes, Hello? Um, Alfredi? Larry? Yeah, I guess I'll... I, I, okay, okay, Larry, why don't you I, I, I answer and then we'll... Sure, sure. Um, you know, in terms, of Mark, of, of what Phil just mentioned, you know, and just what you said, civility to me is the most important word. Uh, we somehow lost it the last couple of years. Um, we can't even talk to each other anymore. And as Phil said, um, to live a nonviolent life is an opportunity to, to change that, to make us um, the country we should be as opposed to what we've been recently. Um, you know, as Phil mentioned, it's hard work. It's being organized. It's understanding what what uh, what you have to do, and uh, it is not passive. It's very active, and um, it is certainly something that, you know, we planned this training months ago, um, but you know, it's come up at a at a time that we really need it, and therefore we're hoping. I, I know in terms of, of folks that we've contacted. There are a number of people who are very interested in doing this, and I hope from the radio show today more people hear about it and will invest time to make their families better, their neighborhoods better, and, of course, the community of Chicago better. Exactly. Dr. Alfredi, I think, has joined us. Are yes, you... I did. Oh, welcome. Hello, Mark. Welcome. Good morning. I don't know if you had heard um, uh, the question. With the events that we've seen this past week, What's your thought about that, and how and how does the nonviolent works fit in as being part of a solution to what we're seeing? Well, we live, as Larry just said, in a community, and we have a responsibility to our neighbors. We have a responsibility to reach out and uh, discuss dialogue with people in order to create, as we've been hearing on the news. Uh, again and again, what Lincoln reminded us of, a more perfect union. Uh, we can't live in a divided house. Mm-hmm. And so, so we, this, is, we, this is what we offer as a way for people to understand how to <clears throat> overcome the di- their differences. We are, we're always going to have differences, but we cannot resolve them using any kind of violent means. Or, you know, and uh, so I think that uh, we have to... We have to go back to the fundamentals of how we build relationships with each other. Now, Dr. King, uh, you know, 
I, I think, a, a modern-day saint in terms of how he lived his life, how he called us to nonviolence. One of his quotes, which I think is fascinating, is, nothing in the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Can you elaborate on that a little bit, Phil, Alfredi, Larry? Yeah, well, well, you know, one of the challenges uh, that King had brought to the table was two dynamics. He, he challenged darkness that was in the world, but he also challenged the apathy of people who felt they were enlightened, who was not responding correctly. And this is what we're dealing with now. Uh, yes, we, there's some doctors out there, but the, but the real challenge is those who should respond and can respond, are we doing it correctly to even address the darkness? And we're not. And because we're not using nonviolent methods to do it, you cannot put out a fire with fire. You have to use water. And so the, the citizen has to be a, a trained citizenry uh, to respond to social issues, social problems. And so, yeah, King would see this clearly as uh, the problem is not the children of darkness, is the apathy in the lack of participation of the children of light. Dr. Alfredi, what about you? Oh, I couldn't agree with I couldn't agree with mm-hmm. Philip Moore. Uh, it, it, it is everybody's responsibility. Uh, it, you know, we often have talked about violence as something that occurs only in certain neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods, minority neighborhoods. Well, uh, I think we saw something recently. If you didn't know it before, that violence occurs everywhere, including right. in white neighborhoods, suburban neighborhoods. Uh, among people that you would expect not to be participating in something like this, um, and, I don't. Right, and it now just happened at the state, at the at the capital, and this is the microcosm of where we are. Right, like, and you and you couldn't have told any of those people before that happened. Are you violent? Oh no, I'm mm-hmm. just patriotic. No, no, you are violent, and we don't see ourselves until we cross the line. And that's the thing. We, we don't define violence correctly. We don't see our role in it, only because that's all we've been taught. We've, we've never been taught anything else. That's all we see on TV. That's all they put in the news. And so with nonviolent work, people have to be taught an alternative. And that's why we welcome people to the training. You can't, you can't do what you don't know. Right, exactly. Now, Larry, as you, so we're looking at that 40-hour training program, and I'm looking at it thinking, you know, it starts in the home, and many, many people are dealing with issues of domestic violence, but also I've noticed even in terms of, I'll just say these last four years, families are at odds um, in terms of just even being able to talk to each other about issues as they and then sometimes it does turn to violence or to, or to turning people off in your life. I mean, that's the solution. Larry, how is this program formatted uh, to help people first day-to-day and then probably in the broader, like Elfrida said, into the community? Well, I think that the most important thing, Mark, is to everyone understand that Jesus Christ was certainly the foundation of nonviolence. And then both uh, Gandhi and Dr. King uh, in you know, the last uh, century were instrumental in, in bringing nonviolence in terms of a productive way. 
one of the things that uh, Phil will do in terms of the training is show all of the successes, all the successes of nonviolent campaigns. And unfortunately, you know, the people still think violence is the only way that they can maneuver and, and uh, change things, and that's absolutely false. Um, so like this add, course will... Yeah, yeah, and sorry. let me just add to that, to Larry, uh, in, in answering the question. And you're absolutely right. It starts with the self. One, with, in, within the training modular, what we explain are the eight stages of violence. Mm-hmm. The first four stages are personal choices. The, the, the next four stages are social dynamics. The first act of violence is, is violence unto the self. Do you respect yourself? Yes. It, Exactly. Anybody else is doing or trying to do to you, do you respect yourself? That's stage one. Stage two is when you get into a relationship and you don't respect yourself or the other person, it creates domestic violence. Stage two. And you have to figure you have to you have to figure that that out. We're going to take a little break, Um, but but I also see. I mean, we have five grandchildren. And I just see how they're being raised in a loving environment that they feel good about themselves. That's that's good for their future communities that they're going to Correct. be with. Correct. Um, so let's let's continue this conversation after we take a little break. WNDZ 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago. Telephone number is 312-255-8408. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. a new year. Many of us are making goals, trying to stay healthy, and planning for ways to make the most of every day during and after the pandemic. At Catholic Charities, we continue to meet people who are struggling to meet their basic needs, like housing, food, and stability in their lives. In these challenging times, the face of need is your neighbor, and the face of hope is you. Imagine how the world would look if we all saw each other as neighbors. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. back, Mark Tracy, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, uh, WNDZ, 750M on your dial. We're with 
the leadership team from Nonviolence Works, President Phil Bradley, Vice President Dr. Alfredo Weedham, and Larry Campbell, Treasurer. Um, I have a question. I'm going to read a quote, and then I'm going to ask you each to respond to it in terms of what Nonviolence Works is bringing to our community. Dr. King, quote, Phil, you alluded to it. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. My impression of us as we met, as we met before in meeting today on the radio is nonviolent works is bringing light and love to the world. Can each of you respond to that in some way? Um, I just, I just that's, that's my sense, and that's what I want people to hear if they're listening today. Right, right, absolutely, and that's what it's about. Uh, it's, it's getting people to love your neighbor, be a neighbor, uh, love yourself as you would. Uh, it's teaching fundamental principles, but the thing about it, and like uh, Larry stated, it's teaching that theological truth that Jesus taught, and you could put it into sociological practice, okay? How do you be that uh, in real time? And, and it goes back to those stages. How do you apply nonviolence to yourself? How do you apply it in your relationship? How do you apply it to your children? And how do you tell your children to go apply it to someone? Now you have a nonviolent personal life. Exactly. But if you can't apply it to yourself, and if you can't apply it to your wife, and if you can't apply it to your children, and you go tell your children to go bother other people, well, you are now perpetuating and participating in violence. Exactly. Dr. Alfredi, what is your reaction to that kind of a quote in terms of the work that you're doing? Yes, we are educators above all. That is our mission. Our core mission is to educate people. As Philip was saying earlier, you can't do things that you don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't been taught to be nonviolent, it's not likely or it's certainly not easy to just sort of automatically become nonviolent. So that is our mission. We teach people the strategies and tactics, the principles and practices of how to become a nonviolent person individually and then how to apply that to the social world. I'm a sociologist, so things like structural racism is very important to being able to understand the world that we live in. But we also have to understand what's happening at the personal level. Yes. Larry, what about you in terms of that reaction? How does nonviolence works bring light and love to the world? Well, first, Mark, thank you for that compliment. Uh, I can tell you, Freddie and Phil and I are extremely passionate about this cause. Um, you know, I'm inspired, Mark. Uh, we've done this training for a number of years. And what really um, allows me to know we're doing something is when I see people from the first session and then they continue onward and they are their hearts on fire, Mark. They see this as something that's necessary for themselves, for their family, for their community. And it, like I said, it just inspires me to say that, you know, the Holy Spirit is helping us bring people to a nonviolent situation. And, you know, anybody who has any interest in this should come on Saturday. Um, it starts at 10 o'clock, goes till 2 o'clock, and it is going to be for 
you know, 10, 10 weeks, but trust me, we've had many people go through this training and it, it just flows. It just flows. And if you don't mind, uh, Alfredi can tell people how to um, get the invitation. Yes, go ahead. Uh, where are people? Uh, is it virtual or is it distanced yes. in person? No, we have to abide by public health regulations okay. still. And, uh, of course, we would want to keep everyone safe. So, right. yes, it is a Zoom It is a Zoom meeting. Uh, we will, of course, make it as um, as engaging as we can. But we starting start on Saturday, as Larry said, from 10 to 2 for 10 consecutive weeks because it is a 40-hour curriculum mm-hmm. to go through the entire process, as Phil will explain, of unlearning that past bad practices, learning new ones, and being able to apply them. So I will be sending out um, Zoom invitations to people interested in attending. Uh, my, I would like people to send their interest to me okay. uh, to my email address. And that is? Uh, I will spell it. Okay. It's Elfridi, that's E-L-F-R-I-E-D-E dot Weedem, W E. D A M at gmail.com. Could you repeat that one more time? Yes. E L F, as in Frank, R I E D, as in David, E dot W E D, as in David, A M, as in Mary, at gmail.com. Beautiful. I'm going to digress for just a second. This is a funny Father Greg story. When he was doing the Midnight Mass at, at Holy Name, um, he's he's not really big on computers. And this was years ago when it was first starting. And they gave him, um, they gave him, uh, he had to tell people where they were going in terms of the web address. And so he said, whatever it was, you know, WGN, D-O-T-C-O-M. So he spelled out dot instead of just doing the <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's, well, vi- that's vintage, Father Greg. How would you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, um, Phil, earlier we were talking about, uh, you know, some of what you're going to talk about, just so people get an idea. You were talking about, uh, or Larry mentioned about, Phil, you're going to talk about successes. Can you give us an example of, you know, a little bit of what you're going to be talking about? Well, yes. Uh, One of the things that we show is a brief history of uh, how nonviolence has worked historically, starting with Jesus Christ, through different communities of faith, entering through uh, Gandhi's experiment with truth, coming into the civil rights movement, uh, which students in Nashville, and just showing systematically that when you use nonviolence, your chances of success is much greater in maintaining success, I don't care if it's in a relationship or with the family, than if you use violence. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's like you can, you know, even being in a domestic violence relationship can only last so long before violence will break down the relationship versus a loving relationship. Okay? Uh, it's just a mask. But we, but we also show... What is violence? And violence is an equation. Uh, it's a concealed truth and a promoted lie. Say and it again, it, please. Say that again. 
a concealed truth and a promoted lie. In Conce- order for yeah, right. conce- yeah. one more t- one more time. I think that's so important. Say that one more yeah. time. It's a concealed truth plus a promoted lie. Yes. And you need both of them. One won't do it. You need both of them to cause the combustion. Okay. So people tell lies, but that doesn't provide. People promote, but it's when you put them together. So even for them to raid on the Capitol, for that violent act to happen, there's a truth being concealed and there's a lie being promoted mm-hmm. for that to happen. Wow. Wow. When you see a violent act in the street, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a concealed truth and a promoted lie. That's why they can never find any witnesses. They can never find the culprit. Okay? Now, see, as you're talking about this, maybe, Elfrida, I'd expand that invitation because it sounds to me like folks, anybody that's dealt with an issue like that in their life will benefit from this kind of a program personally first. So it's not, not necessarily come to this program in terms of the global outreach of nonviolence. It's like right, right, right. start at the center. If you cannot be nonviolent, the movement is not for you. That's what King would, would, would tell people. If you cannot apply it yourself, right. don't think you can put this show on the road. Right. Okay? You're going to give nonviolence a bad name. And that's what you see in a lot of people doing these nonviolent protests that end up in violence. So, no, there, there are no nonviolent, there's no such thing as a nonviolent protest, first of all. Hmm. It, a protest is you against something. You could, uh, it's called a nonviolent demonstration. Can you demonstrate the correct behavior to get your rights and needs met? Now, it's interesting as you're talking. Alfreda, I want you to react to this comment. Uh, you made me think of a book that I read years ago, but I, it's like a Bible for me, and uh, it's by Max Dupree. Uh, he's a business guy, but he, in his business, he sits with his managers and says, what can grace allow us to become? Well, that is a very uh, forward-thinking, insightful comment by a businessman. And interesting that you bring up that example, because our nonviolence training allows us to train people to enter into all the various institutions that make up our community life, starting with the family, and including business, including the police, including churches and schools, including medical establishments, uh, and and, um, nonprofit organizations, wherever they are, and teaching them that you can be nonviolent in all of those settings. If if this businessman has a commitment to nonviolence, then he's going to create a nonviolent business. Yes. Right, right. Yes, right. exactly. Now, before we close today, I want to make sure. Larry, can you give us an invitation again um, to the Nonviolent Works training sessions? And then, Phil, I'm going to ask you to wrap it up. Larry? Okay, real quick, yeah, real quickly, Phil mentioned um, the Catholic influence. Alfredo and I are on Archdiocese Pastoral Council for uh, Committee on Social Justice. Mm-hmm. This is part of the pillars of the church, nonviolence, human dignity, etc. So this Saturday we start, 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock, for 10 straight weeks. Uh, she's giving you her email. Please, please, please take advantage of this opportunity to learn, to help, to grow. Thank you. Now let me give that 
Uh, email again, E-L-F-R-I-E-D-E dot W-E-D-A-M at gmail.com. That's E-L-F-R-I-E-D-E dot W-E-D-A-M at gmail.com. Elfrida, you could have done that, but I just did it. And, <laughs> and, and, and Phil, any last words for us as we close this part of our show? Yeah, well, and let me just say thank you for this opportunity uh, to uh, share and to uh, educate. Uh, and that's what your Catholic Radio is committed to doing. But just in closing, what's clear that we have to infuse within our community and within our country are a science that helps us solve this issue of bias. If I ask you how many steps is it to NA or AA or NACAR, you'll say 12 steps. Mm-hmm. But how many steps is it to nonviolence? You say, I don't know. And that's our dilemma. We have to see, and if we didn't have the 12-step program, we couldn't get people off drugs. But if without an 8-step program, you can't stop violence. And yeah. so we have to make that 8-step program as institutional and needed as a 12-step program. Great. I would like to thank our team from Nonviolent Works, Phil Bradley, president of the Nonviolent Works, Dr. Alfredi Weedham, Vice President Larry Campbell, Treasurer. Not only thank you for being on the show, but thank you for your commitment and your witness. And I pray that God will continue to bless your work. It's so necessary. I look at our little grandchildren. I think they need to grow up in a world that is peaceful and graceful and nonviolent. So thank you for your continued efforts. I know, uh, Elfrida, Larry, you're going to be staying on with us for a second half. Um, Phil, thank you so much. God bless you both. Uh, God bless all three of you. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you. On Friday, January 22nd at 12 o'clock p.m., the Archdiocesan Mass for Life will be live-streamed from Holy Name Cathedral. Celebrated by Bishop Kevin Birmingham, along with priests from across the Archdiocese of Chicago, it will be held on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade and the eve of the final event of the March for Life Chicago Tour. Please join us. The Mass will be live-streamed on the Archdiocesan YouTube channel. For more information and to register to attend, please visit respectlifechicago slash events. Catholic Charities After Supper Visions program offers guests of our Tuesday night supper the opportunity to learn the art of photography. These talented guests who are often experiencing homelessness are offered disposable digital cameras and they work with volunteer professional photographers to learn the basics of taking photos. Then the artists go out and capture images on film of anything they find to be beautiful or interesting in the world. Their photos are amazing. Visit AfterSupperVisions.com to learn more about the artists and their artwork. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, too. At After Supper Visions, we are developing film, 
talent, and hope. It has been inspiring to see how individuals, families, and communities have found ways to help one another throughout 2020. At Catholic Charities, we usually have 35 to 40 events a year where we gather and enjoy time together in support of important programs and services while raising critical funds that allow us to respond to the growing number of people who are in need of the most basic necessities in life. Many of our events are now virtual. If you would like to be a sponsor for one of these events, please call 312-948-6864. That's 312-948-6864. Also, visit us at catholiccharities.net slash events and follow us on social media too. We so look forward to when we can resume our events in person and reconnect with our friends and partners throughout Chicagoland. For now, please consider donating to Catholic Charities so our vital work can continue. Thousands of people in Chicago count on Catholic Charities every day. Please help us help them today. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial. Mark Teresi here, Executive Director of Holy Name Cathedral. I am sitting in for Father Greg Sakowitz, our host, who is recovering well from hip surgery, so keep him in your prayers. In our second half, United for Peace and the Center for Nonviolence from the College of Lake County are holding a virtual Martin Luther King Jr. celebration. It'll take place this Sunday, January 17th, from 3 to 4.30. Guests who log on to this virtual event, they can listen to a panel discussion on Dr. King's teachings of nonviolence to work for social change. The discussion is free of charge. We'd like to welcome to the show Larry Leck, who's the coordinator for the Center for Nonviolence at the College of Lake County, and welcome back for this discussion, Larry Campbell, treasurer of Nonviolent Works, who joined us in our first half along with Dr. Alfredi Weedham, uh, VP for Nonviolence uh, Works. So welcome to the second half of our show. Welcome, Larry Leck. Larry, can you fill us in a little bit on this wonderful program that you're planning? Uh, yes, we are scheduled on, uh, for Sunday, January 17th, 3 to 4.30 p.m. via Zoom. Uh, we're having a, a program to memorialize and honor uh, Dr. King's dream. Of course, Dr. King's uh, birthday is celebrated on Monday, January 18th. So we're having an event called Realizing Dr. King's Dream Through Good Trouble and Nonviolence. And we have an outstanding panel, a group of panelists, uh, Representative Underwood, uh, Representative Marie Newman, uh, as well as community members, uh, community organizers, uh, students, and uh, uh, representatives of law enforcement. Um, we're really focusing on uh, a dialogue between these stakeholders about how to address issues around uh, 
peaceful protest and social justice, which, of course, are very much in the news in the last uh, 10 months, uh, including right through today. So um, it's our hope is to bring these uh, panels together. Uh, we can have them discuss where they can find a common ground and uh, move forward. And, and, again, recognizing Dr. King's dream of uh, peaceful nonviolence to create social and uh, political change. Now, Larry, you're partnering with United for Peace. Can you tell us a little bit about that organization? Well, United for Peace yeah, well, is uh, before I even start that Mark coalition, and uh, Charlene, she's the president of United for Peace. We need to pray for her family sponsoring this, and they're really working to uh, the, the coalition is working to promote a society that's that's equitable. Uh, inclusive, nonviolent, uh, and as part of that, of course, is respecting all people uh, and trying to foster understanding and unity among all people. So, Shelley uh, and, and United Peace Coalition is is very much committed uh, to that goal uh, through presentations, through actions in the community, etc. Now, how did they connect with you in Lake County? Uh, I'm sorry, you uh, should repeat that. How did they connect with you? At the College oh, of Lake yeah, County. Yeah, uh, about a year ago, we uh, had we had some presentations through the Center for Nonviolence at the college on Gandhi because it was Gandhi's 150th birthday, and uh, Chalini was one of the presenters we had at an event uh, about Gandhi, and so we connected with her, and we've just uh, stayed in touch. And, and when this event came up, uh, we were just thrilled to be able to participate in it, and really honored to participate with the other organizations. Now, Dr. Alfredi. Realizing Dr. King's dreams, you know, what are they and how are they connected to you with the nonviolence works? And how do you see all of this? All of these programs are so important. Um, how, how, do the, how does that connect his dreams with what you're yes. doing? Yes, Mark. Thank you for asking that question. What is Dr. King's dream? He articulated it, I think, best in saying we need to have a beloved community. We need, and that means that we need to be able to bring into, into, our, into our thinking, into our loving, into our relationships, all peoples. And the United for Peace Coalition is an umbrella organization that has reached out to a great variety of partners. And Nonviolence Works is very happy uh, and privileged to be part of that, uh, the group is interfaith. And Larry, what about I, I lost Elfrida? Are you still there, Larry? Are you there? Yes, yeah, I'm still here. Larry, yeah, why I, don't you continue uh, sure. to respond to that? Realizing Dr. King's dreams, and sure. hopefully Elfrida will be back. Wonderful. Well, you know the thing I think is um, it actually goes back to the, the question of, of uh, what do we know about nonviolence. I think some people think they know something, but they don't. One of the things that I found so far, I certainly know a bit about Dr. King. I've read some of his speeches, with some, some homework. However, uh, during our uh, preparation for the event, uh, I ended up seeing some sermons from Dr. King I had not heard before that absolutely just in, in fascinated me and made me understand the significance of his words and, and what's going on. You know, one of the things Alfredi said right before um, 
it's the interfaith effort. Mm-hmm. You know, over 15 organizations from our, are involved in this celebration, including United for Peace and Nonviolence Works and the NAACP of DuPage County. Certainly, um, Larry uh, Leck with the College of Lake County Violence, the Illinois Holocaust Museum, the Peace Exchange, um, Congregation Beth Shalom, and the Islamic Center of Naperville. So it's really a tremendous effort by a lot of different peace organizations to try to bring Dr. King's wisdom, insight, and inspiration to people that really need to hear this. Again, because of the times you're in, we need a message of calmness. We need a message of peace in order for us to make 2021 better than it started. Exactly. Now, let's remind people, Larry Leck, let's remind people about how to connect with the program. Um, the uh, The best way to connect with the program is to go to our, uh, the, the easiest way is to go to the, the following um, uh Zoom link. It's uh, it's tiny t i n y u r l dot com forward slash m l k jan seventeen. M l. Uh, I'm sorry. M l k jan as in January. M l k j a n one seven. Okay. Why don't you repeat that again? We'll do it before the end of the show too. But repeat yeah. it one more time. Yeah. It's tiny t i n y u r l dot uh, slash MLK Jan Jan 17. Great. Now, in your role as uh, coordinator at the College of Lake County for nonviolence, Larry, what are you seeing in terms of young people? Do they get this? Are, are, are they responsive to learning more and to understanding the principles of nonviolence? Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I think they really are. I've been fortunate enough to be able to teach the last few years a course called Critical Thinking slash Peace Building. Mm-hmm. So in that course, and which is well attended, and we, we're doing it on Zoom, of course, now, but um, you know, we teach uh, Dr. King, we teach Gandhi, we teach the, the work of solidarity, and, and, and the work of Jesus. I always tell my students whether you you know, whatever your religious beliefs or non-religious beliefs, Jesus is where it starts. Sermon on the Mount is the beginning of, uh, of a link that goes down through Gandhi and Dr. King and to the uh, to the activists of today. So uh, I think they're, they're very open to it, and, and particularly now. Um, uh, so we, uh, we're thrilled to have that. And, you know, I'm also inspired by the work of the, uh, of the Catholic nonviolence. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm inspired also by the work of the Catholic Nonviolent Initiative, and, and that includes Ken Buttigan from DePaul, uh, friend Terry Wren, who's up in Marquette and started a center for peacemaking up there 10 years ago. And, and you know, they're working uh, and working with Pope Francis and, and refining this idea of, of, the, of the church becoming more of a, a peace church, uh, or certainly uh, emphasizing that more. And that goes that goes to the work of of Jesus and Gandhi and King. There's, a, there's a, again, a direct link there. So um, we, we see a lot of student uh, energy around this, a lot of student involvement, uh, and our classes are growing on, on this subject. And, uh, uh, again, uh, a lot of people throughout the country and throughout the world um, and are doing great work on these issues right now. That's great to hear. We're going to take a little break. 
WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Uh, telephone 312-255-8408. And we'll continue our conversation with Larry Lack, Coordinator, Center for Nonviolence, College of Lake County. Larry Campbell, Treasurer, Nonviolent Works. And Dr. Alfredi Weedham. Hopefully she'll be back with us, uh, VP of Nonviolence Works. Continue to talk about Dr. Martin Luther King, his teachings, his dreams, and how we can continue to keep those dreams alive. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Charity staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one -one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson-Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. It's a new year. Many of us are making goals, trying to stay healthy, and planning for ways to make the most of every day during and after the pandemic. At Catholic Charities, we continue to meet people who are struggling to meet their basic needs, like housing, food, and stability in their lives. In these challenging times, the face of need is your neighbor, and the face of hope is you. Imagine how the world would look if we all saw each other as neighbors. Learn more at catholiccharities.net.
We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ 750M on your dial. Mark Treacy here, sitting in for Father Greg Sackwitz, and we're, I believe, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King with this show today, talking about nonviolence. Larry Leck, coordinator of Center for Nonviolence, College of Lake County. Larry Campbell, treasurer of Nonviolent Works. Dr. Alfredi Weedham, VP, Nonviolent Works. You're back with us? Yes, I am. Thank good, you. good. Welcome back. Let's start with you. I'm going to read a quote from Dr. King. Uh, it's fascinating because before the break, we were talking about all the groups committed to nonviolence and promulgating that message. And one of Dr. King's quotes is, uh, there comes a time when silence is betrayal. And we have all these groups promulgating nonviolence, but where where's... Where is the momentum in terms of that taking over this, these violent actions and mentalities that we're seeing every day? Is that too global a, a question, question, Alfreda? Or? No, it's, a, it's a fair question. Okay. Uh, the, um, we live in a media-saturated world, and uh, the, the kinds of uh, negative activities that um, we engage in and, and with each other as neighbors, as communities um, just get more attention and uh, and the the, uh, the our job is to become so so convincing that people will want to hear about the alternative uh, we ha- we cannot let the powers of darkness overshadow the powers of light and that's another one of dr. King's messages mm-hmm. to us uh, and uh, so all of us need to step up. We cannot be silent. We cannot step back. We cannot say, "Well, this is too. This is too overwhelming. I don't know how to address this, or it's it's too dangerous. Uh, I can't. You know, I can't be be out there in the public square. Uh, people might people might attack me one way or another. Well, we all have to be willing to put our lives on the line. And so this coalition uh, is very helpful for us to be able to partner together. There is strength in our numbers. So it is a call to discipleship. Yes. Right. Each in our own way. We have different faith groups living in different parts of the city and different parts of the metropolitan area, uh, uh, different, different emphases, uh, Nonviolence Works, as you know, does uh, educational training. Mm-hmm. Um, and other organizations do more public safety or more uh, public uh, presentations uh, of panels um, or uh, going into s- schools to uh, discuss things with students. Um, other organizations do social service activities. Uh, one of the organizations in the group uh, provided the um, uh, Chromebook, uh, 140 some Chromebooks, I believe, that we were able to give uh, to uh, high school on the south side. They were very grateful because they didn't have enough supplies. One of the problems was Chicago public school system. Uh, so different different groups uh, have their roles to play, and we all need to acknowledge that. Bring us, bring us together, you know, and, and certainly speak with a common voice. 
choice. Now, Nonviolence Works is doing your training sessions, which we'll talk about before the end of the program. And we're also uh, inviting people to the uh, United for Peace and Center for Nonviolence, uh, College of Lee County, the virtual Martin Luther King Jr. celebration. What I keep thinking about are the children. And I know there, um, there's a wonderful um, Precious Blood ministry in Englewood that uh, they developed peace circles for young people to talk about violence in their lives. And the majority of those kids in those circles have experienced violence in one way or another. Um, what are we doing for the kids? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I can address that uh, by saying w- one of the um, basic uh, fundamental understandings of how we as human beings behave is that if we are hurt and that is not resolved, then we will hurt other people. Mm-hmm. So these young people coming together in a peace circle are struggling with their hurts. Yes. And learning to understand what happened to them and learning how to forgive, which is one of the things that Nonviolence Works teaches in our workshops, so that we can behave differently towards others, different from how we have been treated. What about Larry Leck? Now, as you're looking at your courses titled Critical Training, Peace Building, the young people that you're working with, how are they? How are they discussing behaviors that they that they either will build, be peace builders, or that they need to change in order to become peace builders? Do you hear that in your class at all? Yeah, I, I think it's a matter of really developing. I mean, let's take for example Marquette and DePaul and Notre Dame. The Kroc Institute does fabulous work. I forgot to mention Notre Dame earlier, but. You have students who will gravitate, and I've had, I've had students at the community college who have gone on to DePaul, gone on to Marquette, to their peace studies programs. Mm. But I think it's really raising an awareness for students that there are alternatives, meaningful, uh, active, nonviolent alternatives uh, to, to the violent society we live in. And I, I think for, for our purposes on the community college level, it's kind of a raising consciousness. And also, I just wanted to build on what... Uh, Freddie was saying is is that you know there's great work. Father Dave Kelly obviously at Precious Blood, but uh, the Peace Exchange they they go in. They have a program where they'll train high school kids, and they'll go to Rwanda or India. Then they have to come back and go to grade schools and teach peace building and teach conflict resolution. Wow. And I think the message is you've got to start this teaching of conflict resolution, absent violence, and at the third grade level, the fourth grade level, you've got to start early. So we're teaching it now on a community college level and, and, and trying to inspire people to continue in the field and just just have a mindset of being nonviolent, you know, cause, and, and to stand up. And we're talking about that. You know, one of the first principles of thinking of nonviolence is nonviolence is a way of life for courageous people. And our, our partners in this event at the Holocaust Museum, whenever you do field trips with students, they'll always talk about you cannot be a bystander. And I think what Alfredi and Larry and I are all saying is we can't be bystanders now, not ever. And, uh, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the function of all the groups in the coalition, not to be bystanders, to get involved, to stand up for 
the lessons that were originally taught to us by Jesus, and 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 that's you know the, the way of nonviolence, the way of life. So you're offering today a few ways to get involved. Larry Campbell, could you one more time invite people to the training program for nonviolence sure, works? I, I would I would love to, Mark. Thank you. So this Sunday, from three to four thirty, there will be a Zoom program on Dr. King. The panelists will be, uh, as we mentioned, uh, Lauren Underwood and Marie Newman, also community organizers, law enforcement. And one of the things you just mentioned, Mark, with our youth, there'll be two youth leaders there. Wonderful. And they will give us a perspective of what's happening in terms of our youth and maybe answer some of the questions that you just asked us. Um, Larry uh, Leck can give the uh, email one more time. That'd be great. And anybody, please, it, and it's free. So please come out. If you know about Dr. King, you'll learn some more. If you don't know enough, you'll learn. So uh, God bless you, Mark, for allowing us to come on and, and talk about this program. Thank you for your commitment. Larry Leck, you want to give us an invitation one more time? Sure. It, it, the uh, Zoom, you want to... Go to tiny, T-I-N-Y, U-R-L, dot com, slash. Backslash, right? Yes. M-L-K-J-A-N-1-7. One more time. T-I-N-Y, U-R-L, dot com, slash, M-L-K-J-A-N-1-7. Wonderful. I want to thank our guests. I'll start with thanking Phil, who had to move on. Phil uh, Bradley, Alfredi Weedham, and Larry Campbell from Nonviolent Works. And I'd like to also thank Larry Leck, who's coordinator for Center for Nonviolence, College of Lake County. And also uh, like to thank United for Peace to be partners in these programs. Um, I want to end with one quote from Dr. King and tell a little short story. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. Uh, I heard a story recently about a priest who really um, chastised himself from the pulpit for being silent during um, many of the injustices that he's seen. And uh, he was honest, and some people walked out of church, and I thought, well, that goes back to Phil's thing about civility. You know, can we really listen to one another uh, in, a, in a nonviolent way and accept that we have different opinions, we have different approaches to life, but ultimately we're all children of God, and he's blessed each one of us, so we have to figure out what those blessings are in each other's lives. So thank you so much for being a part of this day, uh, Phil, Alfredi, Larry, and Larry, Larry L. and Larry C. Um, uh, I wish you well in your continuing your ministry. Um, keep inspiring lives uh, to look toward a nonviolent approach to life, and let's all be civil to one another. Thanks for being with us, WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Uh, have a good week. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago 
on social media.